0: on everybody it feels like groundhog day it's episode 200 again of the dark windows podcast this is episode c to 200 c is (laughs) this c yeah this is the third part i almost said b no no, b was last week buddy was it Uh uh-huh b B comes before c yeah are you sure it was b yes this This is not b no this is the third time we've done this for this for this topic a b c that's three well like i
1: said like you said (laughs) it it's like groundhog day yeah uh, Cause I'm confused as
0: fuck. Yeah, I don't even. Uh, at this point, it almost seems like we're gonna have a D. I think we might. Um, so if you haven't listened to the other episodes,
1: where the hell have you been?
0: Bare minimum, go back and listen to last week's. Because no, that's no, 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 where.
1: No. Uh, where have you been? Come on now.
0: Well, it's not their fault. They might be because, on <laughs> average, know. according to our, our like analytics and shit that I've been looking at, on average people are about four weeks behind. For some reason, when it shows like our top one or like our top downloaded episode and it just kind of like tips down from there to the newer stuff. So it's like people are a little bit behind because well, we're not the only uh, podcast that anybody else listens to.
1: Well, let's not let's not talk about so, fucking, you know, top down because the goddamn Giant of Kandahar was.
0: Well, that was also a re-upload. So, yeah. And that was about four weeks ago.
1: Yeah. And that's, <laughs> and that's also on um on here twice.
0: Yeah. Because it's been. Uploaded originally And then we did the re-upload During the off week But when we were Working on shit for this um, But bare, but anyway. mi- bare minimum Go back and listen To last week's episode Because that's where The involvement That we're really Getting into here starts A uh, week before that Is the history Basically Of why Somalia is a fucking War zone um, Probably give that A listen too It was good
1: So yeah so we But
0: we've... bare minimum Last week And then this week
1: So yeah Last week we <laughs> got up to all the way to the Blackhawks being shot down. We had
0: Super 6-1 go down with uh, Cliff Walcott in it. Um, Him and his co-pilot were both killed on impact. Um, Shortly thereafter, Super 6-4 piloted by Mike Durant was shot down. Um, And to be honest, like when you watch the movie, it makes it look like they got shot down across the fucking city from each other. They got shot down. Let's see here. Um, across a four-way intersection from each other is it where was they landed. Like, it. Uh,
1: it was a total of like, I think it was like uh, less than a
0: thousand yards. Like three, three block three or four blocks. Yeah, a per- about. Yeah, because then... like, if again, if you consult your map, they they got shot down like across a large four-way intersection from each other, essentially. Yeah, it's... Um, but it really wasn't that far because like the movie, they're like, oh, we got to go from this site. To this one, and they make it look like they got shot down, fucking two and a half miles away. No, no. they—you could see the smoke from one at the other. Yeah. So it was. Uh, For were, sure. <laughs> they were pretty fucking close. Um, so, before we get into what's about to happen with Super Six Four on the ground, I, we kind of got to get into the, the convoy a little bit. Um, so again, like last week, we mentioned the convoy is completely turned around because of all of these roadblocks and uh vehicles being damaged and stuff like that and uh spoiler alert it's not going to get any better for our convoy.
1: Okay, so now this is this is convoy 1 of 2. You this gotta, is the the main this,
0: convoy that stayed in the city.
1: Yes, this is the convoy not taking Blackburn out. This is yep. the convoy that has the the, the prisoners, prisoners the, on yeah. it.
0: So the convoy that left um, that carried Blackburn out also had um, Dominic Pilla, who got shot in the head and killed immediately. He got, yeah,
1: because he got shot on the way out.
0: Yeah, um, and that convoy was like three, the three uh, three Humvees that went back yeah. out. Um, and the rest of the vehicle stayed in the city. So with that being said, there's really not going to be much preamble other than that. We're going to get right into some fucking action here. Um, so given better circumstances... The convoy would have pr- basically just plowed through these roadblocks, you know, regardless of what they fu- what they were and just gone right to the crash sites. Unfortunately, the situation that we find ourselves in is one where there's too much information being passed around. And just like not enough information, too much information is also a bad thing. Or well, because it causes confusion and issues.
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, y- Definitely the confusion part. Yeah. Because it's not like in the... It's definitely not like the movie. Uh, you know, it's... it's, Yeah, the movie's great and everything. And as much as we say
0: that, there are a lot of accurate things in the movie. There is.
1: There is. There is a lot of accurate, but there's a lot of inaccurate. Right. Like, they switch some stuff around that happened. They drop
0: people's names, give other people fake, you nail know, false names, whatever, stuff like yeah,
1: that. Yeah, and they kind of, you know, made different whole Hollywood thing, as yeah. we've been saying, you know, you gotta, um, you got to, it's not
0: as great, you know, for this versus that. And- like to, to be honest with the Delta guys, the only ones that they didn't change their names, as far as I can find, were uh, Norm Hooten, Shigart uh, and Gordon, because at the time the movie was made, most of those other guys that were in Delta were still in, and they couldn't use their names because the, the U.S. government wouldn't let them. Because they were still actively working. Which makes sense. Um, Hooten got out after this and became a fucking doctor. Um, and we'll talk about Shigart and Gordon here in a bit. Um, but, so where, we, where we're at now is we have the Command Bird, which is uh, Super 6... 6, I want to say. Um, which has the... Uh, essentially, air traffic controller and the Delta ground commander in the bird.
1: Lieutenant and Lieutenant Colonel, two Lieutenant Colonels. Yeah, I think.
0: Uh, Harold and Matthews yeah. are their names. Uh, Matthews is the Delta guy. So they're kind of keeping an eye on the ground. Um, and they, they see somewhere in the neighborhood of like 20 plus Somalis on each side of the road that are following the convoy um, on adjacent streets. And they know that there's a lot of them because every so often, like when you come to a break between buildings where there's a street, you would see gunfire fucking constantly from those two sides. Yeah. So they know that there's a bunch of these dudes chasing the convoy down. Um, so Air Command would uh, would route the uh, would route the convoy away from the roadblocks that they uh, that they'd been seen. Would route the Air Command. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it! Stupid great. goddamn thick tongue. Uh, Air Command would route the convoy away from the roadblocks that had been seen, uh, because the only ones they could really see are the ones that are on fire, because there's smoke, there's all kinds of other bullshit going on. You have helicopters flying below, like between the command bird and the ground, which is causing dust to kick up. So the only roadblocks they can really see are the ones that are just puking out black smoke because there's some is tires in- on fire,
1: which is intentional, right? Because of that reason, uh-huh.
0: so, uh huh. So they people like to pretend that when we go somewhere to fight a war that the people that we're fighting that have lived there are just fucking like unintelligent savages. Well, just just because like the Somalis don't have the same kind of like resources that we do for schools and shit doesn't mean that they're not smart at this stuff. It's like Vietnam.
1: Well, for the most part there is a little bit later on and, if you read the book, the Black Hawk Down book, there is a guy that um, that's close to this point. I mean, a little bit, a little bit further, they start talking about him. He's actually a gun for hire, and he starts to actually talking about that. They're they're discussing with him. They're talking about with it, about his stuff, and he's pretty much says that there's there's people that are are just imbeciles that are just you know that are, that are just Kind of uh in the crowd, yep, and just shooting, you know, grabbing guns, shooting just uh-huh. because you know what the hell—that's what everybody else is doing. Yeah. You know, so I might as well We're do here, it. We might as well do it, you right? know. And, and and there's so there's like guys like him, and then there's other guys that are out there that like, you know, know what the hell they're doing. Yeah, have these been are like trained. actual mercenaries. Yeah, they like they're training and doing all this stuff, like you know, the whole uh shooting down the helicopter. Well, they shot down the first one. Okay, that was a good training thing. Okay, now what do we got to do here? Okay, so so now, okay, we got to make sure we dig holes um, or we have like this cone that goes on the back of the yep. uh, RPG to take away the blast or we sit in a hole, put the RPG... Or stay outside the hole. Put the RPG in the hole. Yeah, you know, kind of
0: shoot. Because, um, like we discussed last week, if you walk behind one of those things when it's being fired, it'll fucking kill you. Yeah, I mean, just the hot air alone will kill you. They, you know, this
1: is the shit that they knew, and a lot of other people were just, I don't know, just out there. Yeah, just like doing whatever. Yeah, but they were. You know, so you following. have like a
0: very small group of these guys that actually know what the fuck they're doing, mm-hmm. and the rest are just cowboys
1: yeah and then you got some that are okay yeah yeah. like um when durant gets shot down and he he gets dragged off there's like a fucking like there's like a a power struggle you know yeah between okay well these guys well then these other guys come along and we're
0: like fuck you no he's ours yeah keep keep that in mind when we get there because uh you can elaborate on it there because it'll make sense especially where he ends up so the, the shitty thing about this whole deal with the convoy is that about a thousand feet above the command helicopter is a Navy Orion spy plane. This thing's got monitors and cameras and every goddamn bell and whistle on it. This plane will do everything but your taxes. And they can see everything that's going on. They can see through the smoke because they have thermal. They've got night vision, which they're mm-hmm. somehow they're using during the day, which I guess as long as it's not strapped to your head, you're probably OK. Um because the night vision may actually help get through the smoke, I don't know, um, yeah. I know the thermal around that wouldn't be as effective, but if you're just using thermal imaging not near those you can you can fucking count the hairs on a fly's ass essentially
1: yeah um, i think I think the night vision you know it's i think it's a different night vision sorta
0: right it's it, I don't know i'm not a I'm not a fucking military technology expert um the part about this that isn't great. Is that the navy plane has no direct convoy with either the command bird or the convoy itself? They I mean, have to mean, go.
1: You mean commerce, uh communication?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. I know. Um, they have no. Yeah, so they they can't talk directly to the convoy yeah. or the command bird. Not permitted. Everything has to go back to JOC, which is ju- uh, Joint Operations Command. Has yep. to go from the naval controller there to garrison, and then. Out into the world, which, I mean, it's not like they've got it, you know, not like there's a dude sitting there smoking cigarettes and he's like, fucking send a runner to Garrison. They're in the same room. They're sitting at a table together. But still, there's a delay. And the delay essentially has times where it leaves the convoy sitting still. That's. Which is bad. And, yeah, that's not, uh, that's not
1: the first, that's not the first and only thing, time that something like this happens where, where there's. definitely not. You know, it, it happens again yeah. with uh, the tenth Mountain guys. Yeah, put it that way,
0: logistical nightmare. Yeah. a lot of it. Um, so this is the point when the the, the convoy gets word about Super Six Four being shot down, which is Mike Durant's helicopter. I did. I stole a quote from uh, from Mark Bowden's book Black Hawk Down, just so you can kind of get an idea about the communication. Because again, this is one of those things that was in that goddamn audio clip that I had last week, but you can't fucking hear anything. You get like one word in three, and it's not even worth putting in. So this is from the command bird. It says, uh, "Danny, we have another. We had another hawk go down to RPG fire south of the Olympic Hotel. We need you to get everybody in that first crash site. We need QRF, which is Quick Response yeah. Force, to give us some help." Over. Um, McKnight basically it says, "Yeah, we got you." Um, but he knows that this is gonna be a this is gonna be a tough hill to climb. Uh, he was. He was supposed to take his already stuffed to the fucking brim convoy back to the crash site, Mm -hmm. pick up all these large, heavily armored and armed men, then go to the second crash site. Delta operator Matt Ryerson, uh, who was in one of the first, he was in the, the, the first prisoner truck. So he was close to the front of the convoy. He's like the fifth or sixth vehicle in it. Because um, they kind of kept the the prisoner trucks in the middle. Yeah, makes sense because you don't want to you know somebody comes fucking shit whipping out through the road with a technical, or they you want them to hit a a, con, uh, a Humvee instead of one of the five ton trucks. Yep. Um, so he's getting concerned because the driver of his truck has no goddamn clue where the convoy is going because there's no communication. So standard operating procedure is that commands would be sent. From joint operations to the command bird to McKnight, who would then radio back to the rest of the convoy. Because they had different channels, right? So that's not happening. So Ryerson gets, again, he's getting a little, not just concerned, but also irritated. Because every so often, the lead Humvee is rolling through intersections and stopping. So you're leaving the rest of your convoy in the middle of an intersection blocked because you stopped moving. Yeah. Which, again, you don't fucking stop in these situations. Anybody that you talk to that was in mostly Iraq will tell you when your column is moving, they don't fucking stop for anything. I've seen Mm -hmm. videos of them fucking bumping cars, putting them off the road because they're not stopping.
1: Oh, yeah. Unless they have to. That's what my dad said. He goes, you know. No, there was no option of stopping. It was fucking go. Yeah, and if somebody got in your way, you fucking put the bumper to them. And
0: that's yeah. I remember your dad telling stories like, you know, they'd have these cars going slow, and and it's not like they were people doing anything, but they were just going slow, and they <laughs> the convoy would just kind of pull up next to them and be like <clears throat> into the guardrail and off you go.
1: Yeah, it was all just because of the fact that you know they. Knew not to slow down because of a possibility of an ambush.
0: Yep. Ambush and IEDs, obviously. Yeah, I mean. Because you never know who's got a fucking, you know, 1,500 pounds of Semtex crammed into the backseat of their car. And that's the scary part. Like, and could you imagine if they'd had to deal with that here too? Mm. Jesus fucking Christ.
1: I I think they kind of learned a little bit of that from this situation.
0: You know, the whole, like, don't fucking slow down. Just keep fucking rolling. Yep. Um. So Ryerson takes it upon himself that every time this convoy stops, he's jumping out of. So he initially jumped out of the first truck that he was in, mm-hmm. went to the vehicle behind him, said, hey. Well, so he kind of went from, the, from his, ran up to McKnight and was like, what the fuck's going on? Got word there, stopped at the second vehicle, got back into the truck he was supposed to be in. They take off. The convoy starts rolling again. He'd get out and pass word down the line, as many vehicles as he could. And then once it started moving, so say he was, you know, two vehicles back from his truck, it starts moving. He's just hopping in with whoever. He's, like, laying on people's laps and shit until the vehicle stops. Yeah. And to keep passing word. Um, so so he's t- trying to keep everybody, like, abreast of the situation. and. From what I could tell, from what some of the people are saying, is like he left his rifle in that fucking prisoner truck. He just got out and was running, talking to people, coming back, hopping into whatever the fuck was moving, and just keep going like that. Which there's a thin line between crazy and ballsy, and that's like right on it. To be like, yeah, fuck it, I don't need the rifle. I've got a pistol if I need it. You it's, know, yeah, but, but you're also
1: uh, <laughs> it's showing leadership, though. Exactly, you're
0: showing leadership, and you're also you know um running between vehicles that are generally topped by a fucking fully automatic 50 caliber machine gun which um is a bad day for anybody on the on the wrong end of it
1: yeah um i mean what's to
0: come is is even worse because uh despite what the president would like to let you know a 9 millimeter won't blow your lungs out a 50 caliber will blow you in half at the right distance yeah like big time.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it's We we've
0: seen the shots uh, between the two of us. We've seen stuff like that.
1: Late later in the evening, uh I think these guys tend to find out what another weapon can do and they I think they kind of go, "Oh fuck." You know, cuz like the Iraqis found out what that weapon could do and they were like, "Oh fuck, we pink, don't like that."
0: Pink, pink,
1: pink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Should I say less than that or <laughs> No, that's
1: about <laughs> It's about right. If and you that's c- exactly
0: if, what they sound like, and it's fucking, like, if you can, horrifying. If, if you can guess
1: what that is.
0: <laughs> to think this thing sounds like a slow-firing paintball gun, and then it's it's definitely not.
1: Thump, 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 thump. Yeah. It's more
0: like that. It's like, thump, But it's thump, got thump, that thump. same tone to it, you know, where it's just like a dull, like, uh, kind of noise. Like, you know, fucking when thump, you get your, get your barrel fucking gummed up with a paintball gun, it's like, thump, 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 thump. yeah. But a lot faster and a lot mm. a lot way scarier. Mm. Um, so when the convoy passes back by the target building, uh, Somali steps out between two of the buildings and scores a direct hit on the third Humvee in the column with an RPG. The grenade passed through the side of the Humvee just in front of the gas tank, like super lucky, but mm-hmm. also not, um, because it didn't detonate on impact. No um when it went through it, uh, it ends up blowing three men out of the vehicle um the two most badly wounded would be private Adalberto Rodriguez who was a ranger uh and delta master sergeant Tim Martin um Martin got it the worst because Tim Martin is what caused the RPG to detonate uh the blast blew him in half just below the waist So that part in the movie where everybody's like, nah, that couldn't happen. That fucking happened. Yeah. Rodriguez didn't get it much better. Uh, He had the back of his thighs and his ass essentially blown off. Um, And as he was laying in the road, he kind of rolled himself over to get onto his stomach and he started trying to crawl away. And with everything going on, the driver of the vehicle behind him, which was uh, one of the five-ton prisoner trucks, uh, being driven by private uh, a private Maddox, who, because the RPG was so close, it like fucked with his equilibrium when it was fired, and he kind of lost his bearings and he actually ran this guy over.
1: Yeah, didn't have time. He didn't have time. No, he
0: couldn't have reacted. There was no fucking way.
1: No. Um,
0: but yeah, so get a guy blown in half, uh, and you get the back half of another guy blown off.
1: Essentially, that's that's your. That's three KIAs.
0: Yeah. Actually, the 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 third guy that was thrown out was barely hurt.
1: No, no, no. I'm saying that's three KIAs so far. So...
0: Right here, yeah.
1: That's Pilla, Rodriguez, and uh, Martin. Martin. Well, Martin technically isn't KIA yet. No. He's actually still alive. He, he's, he, he's... He's fucking... He's CTD, then. He, circling he, the drain. He is. Uh,
0: which I don't like to make jokes about that, but there's no. not much you can do when you've had your fucking... You've had yourself yeah. blown in half. No,
1: no. Um, he, he doesn't. I mean, he he's alive, but he's not not for long. Not for long.
0: Um. But yeah. So again, that was another another one in the movie where I was like, nah, no way. But oh yeah.
1: Well, um, another one in the movie that, that you're probably going to be talking about just shortly.
0: Yeah, I actually didn't. I I couldn't uh, find enough on it, but I know. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah.
1: Yeah, because uh, later on, you know, just just a little bit down the road, another fucking RPG comes, Koo! right on in, hits th- hits the f-
0: hit one of the prisoner trucks, because it hit a Delta guy,
1: hit the fucking guy in the driver's seat, yep, and went through him, yeah, didn't explode, yeah, now
0: it didn't uh, explode at all, yeah, it, that that grenade didn't detonate,
1: it went right through it, like yep. fucking butter, and it hit him and yeah you think that he's dead in the movie he's not
0: well he he does die
1: he is very much quite alive though
0: not for long but yeah um no i think he's no he he's one of the ones that that died because he's also the guy that when you see um what's his name in the movie where he he reaches down and picks up that hand and just sticks it in his bag that was his hand
1: no he, he he very much is uh is alive like all the way, like through. They he actually right. Goes what I'm to...
0: saying is he, he eventually does pass away.
1: because uh... that's a
0: that's a good that's taking a lot of shit out of you. Because that's a big big thing to have shot through you. I
1: don't, mm, I don't. There's not
0: nowhere in your body that could hit and not kill you if it passed all the way through. Excuse
1: me. Yeah, that's I. get. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's because I'm trying um, to think of who that is. I can't.
0: <laughs> okay, so I can tell you who it is. It was fucking Tig. I can't remember his character's name, but it was Teg from uh, Sons of Anarchy that got the the uh, RPG through his side. Um, so obviously with all this shit mm-hmm. going on, the convoy has to stop, and the Rangers and Delta operators pour out of the Humvees and start.
1: No, Martin's the one that got blown in half. Yes, that's why I said, yeah, he's Delta. No, the one that got shot by the RPG was Ranger. You sure? Yes. Oh, okay, very um, much so. And actually, it was either it was uh, there because there was, I think it was. Uh, I think it was Kowalski.
0: Yes. Yep. I think it was that Kowalski. That name sounds familiar. Um, that
1: got fucking shot.
0: So the third guy that was actually, before I move on, the third guy that was thrown from that, that Humvee during the blast didn't wasn't even technically thrown from the Humvee. He was in the back of it, because like, there's a hatch, I guess, where you can kind of hunker down in almost like a trunk. He was in there, and when the explosion went off, it caught fire to the bandoliers of 50 caliber ammo. and one the guy in the passenger seats like, kicked the fucking things out, kick the ba- kicked the boxes out. So he kicks the boxes out and jumps back into the vehicle and when he did, he kind of rolled out the other side of it. When he came up to start firing, he realized that the explosion hit was so intense that it basically blew his rifle apart. It blew the front hand guards off of it. it blew the stock off of it, so he's basically holding on to the barrel and your grip where the trigger is. Yeah. His rifle is fucking disassembled. Um, no which, dis- by the way... No
1: disassemble.
0: I don't know if anybody, if anybody out there has ever shot any kind of an AR-15 variant. I can tell you, the last thing you want to hold on to when you're going to shoot it a lot is the fucking barrel. Because surprisingly, with all that gas and shit and friction, they get a little hot. Just a little bit. Yeah. Um, or you'd shoot my fucking gremlin ar that i have that has no heat guards in it and it'll melt your gloves after about 10 shots
1: yeah they don't yeah. uh they're you know they're not like you can fucking just sit there and shoot them forever and no you no know.
0: The shit ain't a movie no. and suppressors aren't silent not that, that has anything to do with this but just you know psa throwing it out there they're, um, they're reduced they're, they're noise reduction yeah yeah it's noise suppression it's not noise elimination no. Just makes it so you can shoot it without hearing protection. Yeah. You know. It
1: reduces the, you know, the... um The
0: the sonic boom, kind of.
1: Yeah. Well, it reduces that... Uh, what the fuck's it called? Um, uh, Jesus Christ. Um, decibels. Yeah. The dBs of it. And if you're
0: shooting it with regular ammunition and not subsonic, it really doesn't do anything.
1: Now, speaking of this. So... Okay. So there was... Um, little bit, you know, further down the line, there's actually there's a uh, Delta guy that he's um, he's at the the crash site mm-hmm. and they're talking. Except was, this was, you know, he covered in the book and uh, he was he had uh, uh, five five six rounds. Which
0: which crash site? he at first one or second one?
1: First one. Okay. Nobody's done the second one. Not yet. Yeah. There's only it there only go gets only uh only one group goes to it ever crash right 2.
0: so was this this guy that at the first one was he delta or, is, or was he delta. one of the sore guys delta. actually technically he could have been delta cuz the sore teams were the sore team was made up of uh like a couple of pjs a ranger and a couple of delta no, dudes but
1: those guys were at were in the helicopter yeah no these guys were these guys were delta that went
0: from the target building
1: yeah with um chalk 2 chalk 2 uh well no, they went. well, they went with Chalk two, three, um and one right. to the crash site because Chalk four is in, with fucking in the goddamn Humvee. Yeah at this they're, point. They're
0: they're trying to get Chalk Four to the second crash site.
1: Yeah. But <laughs> which you know, yeah. and so you know, in the movie where you see Chalk Four at the fucking crash site it's not happened. Uh, later they, in the night maybe, but that was they after don't get, all they, the fucking fun and excitement yeah, was. Yeah, they don't actually get to the crash site until much later on yeah, Sunday, um they actually meet up with fucking everybody else when they're going to yeah. the fucking uh when they're going to the um uh god damn it, to the uh stadium,
0: yeah, so anyway, you were talking about some spicy ballistic stuff I yeah excited. so yeah, so they' so they were uh
1: <laughs> yeah, he was like getting all he kind of like got pissy because he liked. The five five six, the green tips, because they could go <laughs> through. He yeah. goes, but he got pissed because he couldn't tell if they were hitting or not. Because the regular five five six rounds, when he'd shoot them, he'd see like their, their clothing move. Yeah. So he know that he got shot them. with the other ones. They'd kind of like go through. It's because they're so you know? fast.
0: It's and a it's a it's a faster round than the regular full metal jackets because it's got a, a little bit hotter load in it. And they go, they move so fast that when they penetrate stuff, you really can't see because they're designed to penetrate armor. Yeah, the green tips are.
1: Um, yeah, but that's why he's like uh, he go, his uh, they kind of he was kind of like eh, I like them, but I don't like them. Yeah, it's it's basically there it was it was the guy that uh, that was with um, uh, steel steel. Yep. But then it kind of like was like fuck you, I'm I'm going to
0: fuck up. <laughs> you're being a bitch. I'm going to do this myself. Yeah. You're, Which you're... by the way, that was another one of those things from the movie that everybody's like, nah. Steel was pretty fucking cool. Like he, he wasn't a dickhead. He wasn't Draco Malfoy's dad. He was a pretty cool dude. <laughs> you know, for the most part. According to the Rangers, they're like, nah, he was a fucking great dude. And the yeah. Delta guys are like, yeah. And
1: And then according to fucking you know Tenth Mountain, they're like, eh,
0: yeah. You know. Well, but you get, get a thing put yourself in that situation by the time tenth mountain gets there he's had a rough day so he maybe he's a little pissy
1: yeah but he kept you know. telling, you know he he was being told by other guys he's like they're like you need to f-, that's the same guy he's like you need to fucking move up yeah i no. can't I, no no we okay. he's like no you need to move up you know no i you know whatever it's like no he, no steel was telling this other guy he's like you need to fucking move up He's like, no, I can't. He's like, you don't understand. You're not seeing what I'm seeing. You know, he's like, yeah. you, you don't see what I see. Yeah. And they didn't realize that they were like.
0: It probably It was one of the guys uh, in the command than, bird trying to tell him to move.
1: When, like, you know, you know, he can no.
0: see into buildings. They can't.
1: No, 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 no. He He's. No, it's the two guys on the ground. Oh. Um, oh, oh talking oh. back and forth. I can't remember stealing someone else. Yeah,
0: I can't remember. He, he's not one of the. He's one of the guys. His name's got changed.
1: Yeah. He's like, you know, like, you don't understand what I'm seeing, you know. I can't move. I, you know, and of course, this is, you know, he's got. I got fucking this and this going on. I got different people, and you know, and it, it's fuck, shit's go hitting the wire, you know.
0: And I mean, the, the other thing you have to think about is Steele's under more pressure than the Delta guys because he's got more guys on like on the ground under his command. Oh yeah, the Delta team was only sixteen guys. There was seventy five fucking Rangers on the ground. Yeah, like so he's got to consider how to make sure all of his guys come home when the Delta guys are like, we can do this shit with our eyes closed. We don't have to answer to anybody. We're going to do it ourselves. So I, I get, I get his, you know, his frustration. Um, oh, I get the frustration to everybody. So after, after that Humvee is hit, we'll get back to the convoy. Um, obviously convoy has to stop because a vehicle in the middle of it's been hit. Yeah. Um, so the Delta and Ranger guys just fl- like fall out of this thing. Cause they are packed into these Humvees on top of each other um
1: do what they're supposed to do right. take perimeter cover. Take perimeter
0: cover fire suppressing fire yep. just trying to kill anything that's trying to kill them back during the fighting sergeant casey joyce is shot in the back this is the guy that in the movie at the very beginnings, like i ain't putting no fucking back plates in i ain't planning on getting shot in the back i'm no bitch not really true because the the chest pieces that the like the 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 armor pieces that the Rangers had at this point in time didn't have a pouch for a rear plate. All they had was the front plate. It was essentially a flak jacket, like the old, like tanker style flak jackets with a plate pouch in the front. So when they make him sound like he's like fucking Johnny badass, they could, he couldn't, they could not put a plate in the back. The Delta guys had those.
1: No, he could have put a plate in the back. He just chose not to. No,
0: you could not put a plate in them. I'm pretty sure. From what that I he... read in the book, he explained that there was nowhere for a plate to be put into the back of it on the Rangers, because the Rangers and Delta guys had completely different shit.
1: Hmm. I don't. I. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say that's not correct. Well, on
0: going on what the guy that wrote the book said. Well,
1: I, I, I've also you know listened to. The, I've been listening to this book and I've and actually have ca- caught inaccuracies. According to, how well, I'm he sure there are some, to... but. You know, how he refers to the, the, the 10th Mountain and stuff, and it's like, actually, that's not really how it happened.
0: Right. But you watched a documentary about 10th Mountain. You got your boner up for it, so.
1: I did. Um, and then he kind of calls the 10th Mountain basically saying that they're
0: a bunch of pussies, and it's like, nah, actually, they're not. <laughs> well, anyway. So, um, he gets shot in the back. The round entered just, like, right next to his spine and actually hit him in the heart and killed him instantly what stopped the round was the inside of the front plate of his armor which to be honest if he didn't have the front plate of that armor in the guy in front of him would have been hit and injured as well yeah. because the 762 is a big bad fucking round it is um as much as people will try to make the argument that it's not an accurate round that's bullshit it's only as accurate as the person firing it same with anything else you could have a fucking $30,000 308 with a fucking magnifying, like a, a scope on it that you can see a different continent with. Mm-hmm. If you can't shoot, you can't fucking shoot. Yeah. So just put that to bed. Cause you know, I know that there'll people, you know, no, we got that a lot with, with North Hollywood. We had a guy actually stop listening to the show because I explained how accurate the AK is. Oh, they're not They're bullshit. They're a piece of shit. And like, okay, cool. And he just like, poof gone. He left us a bad review and everything. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> So, um, the, so we'll move on to, uh, Clay Othick who, uh, was up on one of the, uh, 50 cals. He got hit and he kind of falls back down into, um, the Humvee. Not a, not a lethal shot. He kind of got shot like up in the shoulder. Obviously can't operate it. Um, Lorenzo Lu- uh, Ruiz would take up his, posi- uh, his position on the 50 and he is promptly shot. Um. Now, if you watch the movie, Ruiz is the guy that gets shot in the thigh and bleeds out very slowly through the femoral. Not how it happened. Um, that's a different man. They changed the names for whatever fucking reason. Um, Ruiz.
1: No. Ruiz is not the one. Smith is the Smith, one. Smith. I'm so sorry. Yeah, Smith's no, the guy that no, gets no. shot in the Ruiz thigh. Ruiz does get shot in the movie. Right. But he says to survive, which is not the accurate right. because he actually passes away. Yeah. But he, it's far fucking worse. Oh, God. So anyway, it's okay.
0: So anyway, Ruiz he got shot right under his right arm. Um, he, he fucking immediately back down into the Humvee. He's he can't breathe. He's not responsive. Um, there's a Delta medic in the Humvee um, because apparently Delta were the only guys that sent medics. The Rangers didn't have any, I guess. Um, but he's, he's no, the Rangers did. Well, this this one particular was a, a Delta medic. Um, Rips his his carrier off. He's feeling around. You know, he feels obviously the entrance wound because it's huge, and obviously kind of trace it, try to figure out where it would come out. There's no exit wound, so he had a seven six two around, just kind of go in and hit a bunch of stuff and stop. So he's bleeding pretty hard internally. Um, so at this point, <laughs> this is this this fucking guy David Ritchie can't get to the turret inside because there's so many people directly underneath it. This fucking guy gets out of a perfectly good Humvee climbs up on the side of it and essentially lays on the roof to run the 50 caliber as the Humvee starts moving
1: until he hit until they move bodies so he can get yes into the fucking turret.
0: (laughs) So you imagine this fucking guy just like, well, I guess if it's my time, it's my time as this is going on. McKnight is like, we got to get the fuck out of here radios the command bird and basically tells them if I move to either crash site at this point in time, I'm going to do more harm than good. I've got, I've got wounded. I've got KIA. I don't have enough room. It's, it's going to cost us more to get there than it's not, you know? Um, so he, the, the convoy ends up being ordered home. Um, they ended up with uh, a handful of dead. I'm sorry, a handful of injured and eight dead on board as they hit the K4 to head back to the base so the emergency convoy that left with blackburn is headed back out as they as the main convoy's headed back in so at this point
1: well, no
0: or they're still there getting cleaned up and ready to, ready to roll out
1: yeah they're not they're they're cuz i they, yeah. they
0: wouldn't have sent three vehicles
1: back and that would have been fucking stupid no they 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 don't they end up with
0: tenth mountain tenth mountain
1: they roll they were all with 10.
0: So the, the emergency convoy is still at base and the main body of the convoys headed back. Jeff Gofina, who is the pilot of super six, two. Um, you can kind of see all of this going on from the Black Hawk because he was up high enough that he could see what's going on in the city and you can kind of see back to base and you don't see any clouds coming back in. So, you know, there's nobody coming. Yeah. Um, and as he's watching all this, he knows that even if the convoy was headed directly to Durant's site, they're not going to make it there in time. And there's hordes of Somalis converging on the crash site. The crew chiefs on board fired; uh, they fi- the on board Gofina's Bird are firing down into the crowd. And they have to take breaks firing because obviously you have one on each side, so you can only have one fire. You know, you have one guy fire, you spin so this guy can let his guns cool down because those things get yeah. fucking hot. Um, let this dude fire. And then the, the little birds come in and just strafe the dog shit out of these guys on the ground. Um, in addition to the crew chiefs on the black Hawk, there are also three Delta operators, uh, Brad Hollings, Gary Gordon, and Randy Chigart. The, uh, the D boys are providing sniper fire, but it's not really all that effective. Um, you're shooting from a moving helicopter. That's kind of not stable in the air. You also have to take into effect the wind force of the downwash of the rotors. So you have to aim much higher to have to hit anything, because as soon as it passes through that wind tunnel of the, the rotors, it's pushing your rounds down.
1: Now, See, I from listening to it, I thought that it actually they actually were having a pretty good time of shooting just because of the fact that not,
0: not as effective as they could have been, though. You know what I mean? Like they're 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 scoring shots, but it's like, yeah. If if there's if these guys are standing on a roof, they're they're scoring a kill on every trigger pull, essentially, and yeah. helicopter not so much. So the Delta guys tell Gafina that they would uh, they'd be a lot more effective if they were on the ground. So he radios command and says, "Hey, I want to insert these guys. Not my call. They are volunteering to go in." And he was told that there's really no point because they don't even know if anybody is alive on the ground in this crash site.
1: Which is not true. Right.
0: Well, because they they haven't had any radio communication. But when you crash a fucking helicopter, it tends to damage the radio. You know? Um, Just a little. Yeah. So Gofina just, like, straps on an extra set of balls and starts making passes. And as he's passing over the crash site, he keeps getting lower and lower and lower. um, To the point where... On one pass, he sees somebody who would actually turn out to be Mike Durant pushing a a piece of the collapsed roof off of himself, because when he had hit, they hit a building also, and a piece of the helicopter had gone through the roof and collapsed the roof of the building and part of the helicopter roof onto his legs. So he sees that, and then on another pass, they see more wreckage moving around, and they they think that at this point in time, they think the second guy they saw moving was Bill Cleveland, who was one of the, um, it was either Bill Cleveland or Tommy field who were, uh, the crew chiefs, the gunners. So Gofina just, he's on the radio. He's like, Hey, uh, he goes, uh, to the command bird, which is alpha five, one, which is the, um, not the black Hawk, but the, the other yeah. command bird that's there. Um, said there are definite survivors. Gofina was told, uh, he's like, Hey, hold on. You know, we got the gunners to, let them do what they're doing from the air um the snipers are doing their best and they're kind of choosing targets on the ground and they are specifically aiming for anybody holding an rpg tube which is fine they fucking kill this dude with an rpg he hits the ground and it comes right back up because as soon as that thing hits the ground somebody else is picking it up so there's only so much you can do here um they kept being told rescue is imminent hold on, we got the convoy coming in. No, you don't. Convoy's going home. One of the little bird pilots tells them uh, they need dudes on the ground now, because if not, they're going to lose the site. So before we get into too much more of this, we're going to take our quick break, and uh, we'll come back, and Kevin's going to walk us through the rest of, oh boy, the events that are about to take place on the ground. All right, so you... uh, you right, ready? So we're
1: back. So yeah. All right. So Yukon radios in. Yukon is
0: uh, at this point. Uh,
1: Gofina's co-pilot. Um, things are getting bad. Both convoys are taking heavy fire, and it doesn't look like it's going to make it in time. Mike and I have uh, ID'd a field twenty-five to fifty yards away from where they are down, I'm referring to Gordon's. Uh, not Gordon's, but uh, Durant. Um, Durant's. A, hel- a helicopter,
0: which in the movie they fast up right in on top of that motherfucker, which they which, didn't do, yeah, because that would have been suicidal.
1: Yes, <laughs> and what they don't show in the movie is that they fucking actually, you know, are fucking like, basically taking the helicopter fucking one yes <laughs> down down to the fuck down to the other helicopter, which pretty much takes in the because the blades and everything coming down are causing, like, the, the crowds to disperse because they're like, oh, shit, you know, we don't want to get hit by these fucking things,
0: but there's also debris and everything coming at us. And it's not just the oh, shit, of getting hit by blades. There's so much downforce that it's it's blowing people yeah. down this fucking streets, which is um, wild. It's like getting hit with an air cannon and just rolled down, you know, ass over tea, cattle um, backwards.
1: So, and, um, also, so that, uh, now... At this point Chagart and Gordon are the only two snipers left yep. because both the both the crew chiefs actually with um, the gunners go down and they have to be replaced because yep. you have to have somebody on the gun so
0: Holling, Hollings that would have had the crew chiefs not been injured Hollings would have gone in to also.
1: Yeah, well, he was one the, of the, it was our third Delta guy. Well, there, I, I said there was, I think there was four actually on the on possibly, there. but they had to there replace. four. The, they had the crew to replace chiefs. both of them. Um, so you got two Delta guys on the fucking guns, you know, shooting and um, because like, you know, sorry
0: yeah. to interrupt you though. Like we're talking to um, we're gonna we're gonna announce who helped us. Evan Gall, one of our fucking one of you fantastic fucking listeners. He has. I think since the day he joined the page on Facebook was like, you guys need to do this. And then when we finally decided to do it, he was the first one that we're like, we need to get Evan. Yeah. Um, we had a little conversation last night back and forth with everything. And he's like, do you think it would have made a difference if they got a third Delta guy in the ground? And I said, I don't think so. Cause there were so many. Um, I was like, if they could have dropped 10 Delta guys down in a couple of them with saws and M sixties, they would have laid fucking waste to this entire thing. You wouldn't have had a Somali within a hundred yards of this crash site.
1: I don't think so. But I think, I think
0: they would have had a lot better chance if they had had more guys.
1: I still think they would have been overrun.
0: They, oh, they definitely would have been, but they would have made they would have made Mogadishu pay for it.
1: Yeah, I That's, mean, uh, the problem is, is that, you know, yeah, I mean, there are other guys that survived Durant's crash, right? But they got fucking taken out quick. Yeah. You know, I mean, and uh, I'm just going to call them savages. Uh, I am. That's what I'm going to call them. Yeah, because
0: that's the, the, they're, they're... the behavior. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What they did was... I disgusting. Know, disgusting. Yeah. But anyway, so from behind Yukon, uh, both Shigar and Gordon were preparing to uh, their weapons and gear. They wanted to get into the fight no matter what the command's bird said. And after some consideration and... Once again, Gofina saying, once again, requesting Shigart yep. and Gordon would like to get it to dropped in to protect the crash site, you know, in case of anything going on. Yeah. Just to protect, you know, to get there, to protect whoever. Yep. Harold Matthews, you know, get word from the back. Just put them in. Go. Yep. So we, you know, this is, this is getting out of hand
0: honestly um, I think these guys would have gone in even if they were told not to I think, I think so. I think Gofina would have been like yeah Fuck you change the channel and find somewhere to let these guys rope down in
1: yeah so they, they say put him in and uh, one of the guys said on 62 said Gordy smiled and gave him a big thumbs up it
0: was it was actually one of the uh, the wounded uh, crew chiefs he's like yeah. he looked like Gordon looked down and was like all right buddy I'm going in he's like you're fucking nuts, dude. Like you're <laughs> like you're excited about this? And he's like, Yeah, they were they were fucking fired up,
1: man. Yeah. So Gofina brought the bird down to about five feet from the ground. Um, and after some backslaps and exchanges and everything, they they fast roped in. They ended up slightly distorted disoriented it's not distorted, <laughs> disoriented from the dust and flying debris and Gofina noticed that he dropped uh Notice that, and he dropped back down, and, and, and he, cause he had to point the way because they were, like, everything going on. He's like, hey, they're – because he, like, hollers out the fucking window, they're over there. Yeah,
0: because there's, <laughs> like, all the dirt and shit flying uh, – like, the, yeah. just fucking detritus flying around. You can't see shit.
1: Yeah, so they proceed to the crash site. They see Durant, um, and who has – a broken femur, uh huh, badly broken. Bad, femur. um, contusions. Oh yeah, he's he, uh, he was in a fucking
0: helicopter crash. Like, yeah,
1: <laughs> some other stuff going on with him, and they get him out. Now, it kind of says that, like in the sh- in the movie, you kind of say that, like, see that they put him into a um, actually into a uh, like a um, a shack. Um, yeah, no, doesn't actually happen. They actually put him um on the other side of the helicopter.
0: Honestly, I think in the movie they had to put him in the shack because if they had shown him shown him just being dragged and propped up against the helicopter, people wouldn't have fucking believed it. Yeah. Cuz like why would we just leave an injured man out in the open? Well, because Yeah. Mike Durant is a motherfucker and he ain't going down without a fight himself. Yeah. You know. So,
1: um so they you know, they put him there. They you know, he, he's got his pistol and um, an mp5 no it's i don't think it's an mp5 I think it's a it's,
0: submachine gun of some
1: uh, variety okay i thought it was a uh, um like because he i thought they gave him a um,
0: it was essentially an mp5 without a stock on it it was like one of the little like fucking security ones well it, it, they may have
1: given him an mp5 to begin with because they those were things. actually
0: mounted in the the helicopters as well um, for the pilots
1: so well they actually said to him i said hey you know do you got any fucking weapons on on board? Yeah. They're like, yeah, we've got, you know, uh M16, you know, uh, you know, some other stuff that, you know, they have to have yeah. for the fire the chiefs because if they have to get out and they have to protect, right. they got to have fucking, you know, um they have to have the M16s which they car referred to not a not a car.
0: Yeah, it's a car 15 which yeah. is it's basically a chopped down. Yeah, a customized uh, chop down M16.
1: Yeah. Um, Um,
0: but if I remember correctly, I think the MP fives are actually like, there's like molded spots in the doors on the, for the passenger and the the pilot and co-pilot so they can just pop them out if they had to get out and, you know, do some shit.
1: Well, so they, so they, they, they're there, they're in the other side. So Durant and, uh, is on the one side and you got, um, the two Delta boys, Shigar and Gordon. Yep. They're fucking shooting. You know, shooting shit down, fucking pop, yeah. pop, pop. You got, uh, Gordon, who, he's got, um.
0: Oh, okay. Evan,
1: well, Evan, Evan nerds out on this. Evan's point. a
0: fucking gun nerd like me, man. This, like, this
1: is this is where Evan, you know, nerds out on this. Okay, um. Now he get, he was like, guys, I got, I got, I, 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 I like all their guns, and you know, and hope you don't mind that i put a lot of this stuff into yeah, there it was
0: the mp5 uh, mp5k which is the the little one with just the pistol grip and a foregrip on it
1: so um so gordon they he has a heavy custom car 15 sporting uh aim point m5000 optic which is a fucking riding rad, on a carry rad yeah little uh uh, Red custom chop two, two and a half inch barrel, the uh, 12 and a half inch barrel, not two and a half. Two and a half inch barrel is fucking yes. useless. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty small. <laughs> you didn't even put that um, in a pistol. And he's got a suppressor on it. Yep. Uh, Chigart is going for old reliable.
0: <sighs> this gun makes me hard. I've seen pictures of his actual setup. Like someone like cloned it. Uh, yeah. one of the guys I watch on YouTube. Oh uh, yeah. Like, I,
1: I got a hard on for M14s anyway. Um, So he has got the M14. Now, that being said, remember the guy that I spoke to about earlier, the Delta guy, that was a little bit pissy because he didn't like how the green tip 5.56 was shooting. Yeah, yeah. He was later on, he he, at this point in time was like, now I see why Chigart has the fucking M14. Mm Mm-hmm. You
0: know. That's the three That'll stop your ass quick, fast, in a hurry. Yeah, it's got the three hundred eight. And and a twenty two inch barrel, that thing it's, is not cause it's, not slow coming out of there. Because it's a seven
1: point six two. Yeah, so it's you know it's got good good uh, knockdown power. Yeah.
0: Ballistics are hot on that one.
1: Um. Now, so Durant to his relief didn't know these men at all, and you know, didn't know them at all at, from from Adam. Yeah, you know he was just a, a night stalker. He was one of the, yeah. you know. One of the boy, guys that flew him in, it was the fly boy, yeah. and fucking dropped the boys off.
0: I ain't noticed a bunch of skinnies with hockey helmets, so I hope you're on my team. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, Gordon Chagart, with the whole city crashing down on them, like I said, took Durant to the other side of the chopper and proceeded to take um, other men out of the down chopper as well. Yep. Now, working on the other men, Durant, with his MP5, was taking pot shots at militiamen making their way to the crash site. Uh, unlike a high-point problem, <laughs> solver.
0: Yeah, yeah. Evan and I talked a little bit of shit on guns here. Um, yeah, uh,
1: Durant's MP5K jammed after each shot and would require him to manually eject it around. These are Evan's thoughts, not ours. He says, typical AK uh, HK overpriced shit.
0: Which I agreed with him on. Because, like... I tr- I tried to justify it when we were talking last night. I'm like, maybe it was damaged in the crash. And I he's like think it was. He's like, I don't know. And then I kinda of put it in here myself. I was like, uh I said, uh, but since HK won't release a semi automatic civilian version of the MP five, fuck him. <laughs> yeah. He would have been better off with a goddamn Mac ten, like a Colombian drug dealer. So they're
1: Sugar and Gordon are fucking people up. Yeah. They're easy. He... He they uh, they're stacking them up.
0: I'm sorry, Evan's words: stacking skinnies like cordwood.
1: <laughs> yes, uh, at about at the same time, but a hundred yards away, uh, little bird pilots Keith Jones and Carl Mayer, who left the first crash site scene, waited for the operators and pilot to take uh to make their way to the chopper to, and get on on the go on the go, super six one pilot gofina told the little bird pilots that the men on the ground had
0: the the guys that were with them were too wounded to move yeah
1: okay so the men had uh, too wounded to move um after five minutes the little bird low on fuel had to leave during this time the whole hornet's nest was making its way to the crash site and what i mean by the whole hornet's nest it's like over 200 people yeah um fucking just like like they were like they heard the fucking call. They're like a pack of hyenas. They hear... Woo, 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 fucking blood. And you, you've got to think how narrow and...
0: these streets are. You get 200 people. It may as well be a fucking thousand. Yeah. You can't... You can't see the back of the line. Yeah. It's like a Disney ride, but with people trying to kill you.
1: So, the, fuck, the fight is on. And it's at this point that Gordon gets hit. And he goes down yeah because you know they're they're like reloading reloading okay i'm reloading fucking boom gets hit gordon goes down and
0: from, from what mike durant said he's like we heard gordy yell he was hit and that was the last anybody yeah. heard of him so, so he, then it, hopefully it was quick let's put it that way
1: yeah so then um you know this is when Chicago, you know had come to the other side, you know, back and said, you know, hey, Gordy's been shot; he's dead. Yeah, one of he, the
0: most heartbreaking moments of the movie.
1: Um, Gordy's
0: gone, man. Take this. You're like, fuck.
1: He's gone. And, you know. Do you have any more weapons? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I got M16s on the craft. So he comes back with both weapons. Yep. Shagar uh, hands Gordon. Shagar uh, hands Durant. Um, the like car 15. And just basically says, hey, you know, fucking, you know, anybody comes around here, you fucking take them out, you know, and he's like, okay.
0: So since there are people out there that are not as big of gun nerds as us, the Car 15 and the M16 use interchangeable magazines. Yeah. So he probably, probably would have favored the Car 15 just being smaller, lighter, and a little bit easier to maneuver, especially being as fucking banged up as he is. 'Cause the M sixteens are pretty long. It's got like an eighteen well, inch barrel.
1: I don't think he had a choice in this matter. I think he was given right. what but, he was given. But
0: the M sixteens are near him. That means he can if he runs out of ammo, he can just pop a mag and slam it home and keep well, firing. Uh,
1: well he, he he gave him the the car because, you know, he had Shagart had to go back for the M sixteen. Right. So he went back in, you know, probably grabbed at least one of the M sixteens, ran out of ammo with his mini uh, M fourteen and was and grabbed the yeah, grab the um M sixteen because even
0: in the movie they do show him switch rifles yeah. because he ran out of ammo
1: and Durant heard two minutes or so of extreme gunfire and everything and then he hears no shooting at all. Yep. Yeah. Um, and this is when he knows that they're both dead. Yep. Yeah. You know he he knows at this point they're they're fucking dead and then um durant's car runs out of you know out of ammo at all and he sees that you know he realizes that they're they're coming for him and he does the weirdest fucking thing Uh, that i'm like i kind of can understand why he does it but i'm kind of also the watch no, he takes and takes his car, the car, and sits on his lap. Yeah. And just well, puts his hands on his lap.
0: If you think about it, somebody comes around the corner not realizing you're there. If you are at the fucking ready with a weapon, even if it's not loaded, they're going to light your ass up. If they come around and see you with your fucking hands like crossed, like, what are we going to do here? They're, they're going to, you know. Um, yeah. Well, I mean. One of the mean, one you... of the, uh, the other weird details that, that we had in here was... Um, Before each flight, he would take his wedding ring off and he would put it on his watch band because of all the shit inside those helicopters, there's rivets, there's little instrument pins. If you got your ring caught on that, like you can rip your fucking finger off. So he would put it on his, on his wrist, on his wristband of his watch. Um, And before um, Shigart and Gordon got there, he took his watch off, reclasped everything with his ring on the watch band and threw it onto the, up onto the dashboard of the helicopter. Because he didn't want anybody to get it, Yep. you know, which I get that that means something to you, um, and that's also something that if you're taken captive, they can use against you. Exactly. Um,
1: now at this point, the sun is starting to to set.
0: So even though Gordon and Shigar are both killed at this point in time, it's believed they killed anywhere between like twenty five and seventy five Somalis in yeah. this this fighting on the ground, which and- is fucking. It's horrific and amazing at the same time.
1: Exactly. Um,
0: but when you're good at your job, you're good at your job.
1: Yeah, and, and, yeah, well, there's more, like, so anyway, so yeah, so the helicopter, this, get, this is, this is so fucked up because there's so much shit happening. Yeah. All at once. It's like, you know, okay, well, we got this happening, got this happening, but then the, also, at the meanwhile, there's also, you know, the fucking, the at the, the convoy, the convoy is trying to get to yeah. the, to the crash site still, but they can't get to the crash site because, you know, the helicopter is telling them to make a fucking left. and are like,
0: yeah, listen, we just made this left. We just did oh, yeah. this thing. Yeah, they're we, shooting the shit out of us. Yeah. Um, because you know, there's such a fucking delay that they're like, take a left. And we're like, we already fucking drove by that street.
1: Well, no, no, not, you know
0: They're like, you're telling, you're talking to someone else. You're not talking to us.
1: Yeah. Are you talking to me? Because like, no, you went past it. What the hell
0: are you talking about? Yeah. You know, so
1: there's just all this mass confusion and not, like... This is
0: one of the hardest topics that we have ever covered because there is so much shit going on at the same time. Yeah. You can't cover all of it. So... You'd almost have to do, like, one thing per episode. Be like, okay, so this is the convoy. This is what the convoy went through. This is what Super 6-1 went through. This is what Super 6-4 went through. And then you have to try to fucking knit it together in your brain. This was... This has been... Amazing, but fucking maddening at the same time.
1: So, Kofina,
0: he's still flying up above,
1: and at the second crash site, he's banking, turning, left, right, center, all that good stuff. And all of a sudden, boom, he gets fucking rocked um, by an RPG. And all the screens and instruments on the cockpit go kind of dead.
0: You know, he's yeah. fucking
1: like, oh, shit, oh, shit, I'm going fucking down. Yeah. Oh, shit. And um, they're going, and he's like, oh, we're going down, we're going fucking down hard, too. Oh, shit. Yeah. And he's like, okay, well, I can aim for, you know, this particular alleyway, and, that, you know, he could land it safely.
0: He wouldn't have. There's um, no fucking way. I and, looked at the alleyway, There. this would have been another site, too.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, as he's going down, he's like... I'm going to fucking pull up on the stick. I'm pull up on the stick. Pulls up on the stick and it fucking reacts. Yeah. <laughs> and he's up, back up in the fucking sky. Yeah. And he, somebody was looking out for this goddamn he, helicopter. It was I think it was just a like a like a little bit of a glitch in the systems. S- something got um, something
0: got knocked fucking loopy, whether it was a, a fuse got popped loose or some shit, but Yeah. Uh, well, divine intervention fixed it. They they
1: actually I – mean, they didn't get – they, they kind of told, hey, get the fuck back. Yeah. Well, they didn't get back very – they went back, but they get far back because they actually do go down. Yes. Um,
0: so if you got your map there
1: – They go down to the, the Newport facility, which is down by the water, which is like uh, – it, like, It's – like maybe as the crow flies, I'm gonna say it's, it's about
0: a kilometer south of the Olympic Hotel.
1: So as the crow flies, it's about a mile. Yeah, from um from Task Force the... Ranger's base. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's about that far.
0: So it, it's 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 actually it's it's weird because it's kind of in the middle between Task Force Ranger and the crash sites. So you could draw an L from the crash sites to the port and then down to yeah. The, the headquarters. Yeah. I think we should post these maps up so people can see them. It might make it a little easier.
1: Yeah. You have to kind of give if, give, give direction. North, yeah. south. Um, so. Uh, let's see. So he they, he limps back. Um, which. Let's see. Hold on. Uh, so he limps back to the craft to the port facility, which was controlled by an Deed rival clan. And it was safe ground yeah. to put it down. Cause
0: so this so, this was one of the clans that was actually um, they were actively working with like the Red Cross and the UN. Yeah. Um so they're, against they're, Ideed and his guys.
1: So yeah, but they go down anyway. Yeah. You so know, they fucking boom. So <laughs> this is technically, technically three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um if you want to go back further, four. True, four total. You know. So back on the ground now, on his own, Mike Durant was staring at the sky, hoping that some killers would fall from it and get get him the fuck out of the danger zone. Which doesn't happen. Yeah. See, he hears men running all around him, yelling, um, and he couldn't understand them because, well... He doesn't speak Somali. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> as it would have it, there actually has to be a guy <laughs> on the other side of where he is yes. who sees him... <laughs> Mike Durant
0: surprised the shit out
1: of him. Yeah, and he's like, "What <laughs> the fuck?" Of course, he also sees that his weapon is down yeah. and they and then they start to beat the fuck out of him. They he's got stroked him with a fucking rifle. Yeah. Um and he's, his nose is broken is uh his eye socket's broken. Broke
0: one, yeah, he broke one of his eye sockets um, completely. He fucking clubbed him. Of course, yeah. an AK is basically a baseball bat on one end. So
1: Yeah, so they they start, you know, being uh, being savages. Yeah. I'm gonna put it like that. Yeah, you know, and I, I don't like to use that word. I did put a fun detail in here that you um, have to read. <laughs> they start yanking at him, pulling different, you know, his fucking clothes off. They actually, um, they actually take. And they start they start stripping him. Okay, they take his boots, vest, shirt, coat, everything. They well, they left him down first in his brown shirt. The because ver- no, They actually left his pants on because <laughs> they went to go take his pants off, and they found out that he was fucking butt naked. My boy, and underneath, well,
0: it, it's fucking humid, um, man. That's that's a, Those are the ingredients for swamp ass.
1: Yeah, he. So they like. Oh shit! Because one of the guys was like fucking would take oh and fucking put his pants right back on. So guess they didn't like that. But they took off um took were taking off all the shit because they knew that there was a transponder in something uh, in something of his, which turns out they actually did get yeah. Um, and this is when um one of so. This one group who is like a deed loyal.
0: Can I jump in real quick? Just back with the clothes thing. Just super quick. So one of the weird things was his his flight vest, it unzipped and had clasps on it. And they were trying to yank it off of him and he, they couldn't get it. So he actually started slapping at their hands and got them to back off long enough for him to unclasp the thing and kind of like shrug out of it so that they didn't fucking like whip him over trying to pull it off of him. So, he's just like, fucking stop for a second, and I will help you capture me. Yeah. Jesus. (laughs) I'm sick of you yanking on me. So,
1: they... So, this one group that's loyal comes in and is like, you know, basically, he's fucking ours. Yeah. Okay? You know, don't touch him anymore. He's ours. Get the fuck away.
0: Because the guys yanking him out of the Um, plane are just like civilians at this point. And... I think.
1: Then... As everything goes, there's another fucking group that yeah. comes along and is like, no, he's actually ours. Yep. So, you know, fuck off. And the other group's yeah. like, well, they they got more fucking guns and everything else yeah. than us. So, all right, all right, fine.
0: Because basically the first group of people that got there were like non-affiliated. They were just there to fight. Yeah. And then uh, ID's guys came in and then, you know. And one of the men in this
1: other Group gets right into his Durant's face and is like, "Yells Ranger, Ranger, you die in Somalia." Yeah, um, and they're like, "Well, you know, we're not, we're not gonna fucking actually." One of the other guys is like, "We're not gonna fucking kill you."
0: you know? Once they found out he wasn't a ranger, they yeah. weren't gonna kill him.
1: So they crammed dirt into his face, tied a shirt around his, uh, like they put. It, I don't think it was actually a shirt. It was I think like it was a shirt or, it was, rag I think it was or like a rag or some shit. Uh, it was like a, like a um, almost like
0: a food bag or something. A bag over yeah. his head.
1: So and, um, they began to like take him away. Yeah, you know he They're doesn't know where the fuck fucking he's going.
0: Fucking jostling the bejesus out of yeah. him too.
1: Um, and he kind of like passes out several times because of the pain in yeah. his back and his his leg. Yeah. Um.
0: Oh, the worst detail.
1: Yeah, because uh. when they yanked his books, boots, boot. What's well, his books? Fuck boots. you! I can't
0: type. Boots. <laughs> they yanked off. they yanked his books
1: off. Yeah, they b- boots off. They twisted his broken leg and popped <laughs> the femur out through the muscle in his skin.
0: Uh, okay, compound fractures are possibly the thing that fucking weird me out the most. Um, yeah, I, I don't like seeing compound fractures in like cartoons, like Family mm. Guy, where somebody falls off a cliff and there's bones and shit sticking out. Not cool. Not a fan.
1: So during what would also uh, alternately, uh, well, I'm sorry, I'm stuck again. Durant would. Be ultimately carried and, and dragged through the streets for a period of time before being delivered to a deeds propaganda minister, Abdullah Farimbi. Uh, F- 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 I went Bibi, with Farimbi. Farimbi Hassan, who was thankfully also a doctor. Yeah. During his time there, he was treated for his injuries, which now included a gunshot wound that he got from a militia member who stumbled into the room he was
0: being held in and was surprised yeah because they didn't like tell like everybody hey we got a fucking ranger and this dude walked in it was like son of a bitch and he just shot him okay. um so, so this is we're gonna do a video from him being held captive yeah. right
1: here so you guys can hear
0: um i'll also post it up onto the facebook page because you have to see his face while he's being uh well what well, while he's voluntarily captured Quote yeah. unquote. Um, so we're going to pause here real quick. We'll throw that in. CW-3, Mike Durant, U.S. Army.
1: U.S. Army. I'm a Black Hawk pilot. Black Hawk pilot. Soldier has to do what I'm told
0: innocent people being killed is not good soldier has to do what I'm told alright so yeah that was uh, that was the video that was actually released by cnn i think was the site that, that was half of i got it off of youtube obviously but i'm pretty sure it had a cnn mark in the bottom yeah um but yeah i, I i'm gonna put that up because again you really need to see his face while he's telling this story yeah exactly because you
1: <laughs> a picture to, uh, as a, a picture or a video says more than just hearing it on uh, on our On this. Yeah. Um, Because you can see his reactions and everything else.
0: You look into his eyes and you can see that that's a man that's like, I'm ready to die. I know I'm going to fucking die. I'm not getting out of here.
1: Yeah. Um, So, but from what he said, he wasn't treated badly. He was fed and allowed to have his Bible. At some point, one of the Somalis would come in while he was reading his Bible and sit with him and read his Quran. Yeah.
0: So this dude would actually, I guess... He would read... Because he, he was one of the guys that kind of spoke English a little bit. So he would read passages in the Quran to him. And then Mike would read shit back to him from the Bible. And they were kind of like bouncing ideas off each other, kind of. So no matter how different people are, we're all kind of the fucking same. You know what I mean? Like,
1: It's the same fucking religion. exactly,
0: Exactly. Uh, you know, and it's... It's one of those situations where you could have potentially been. It's it's like you saw a lot with World War II, in a different under different circumstances, you were probably would have been acquaintances, potentially. Yeah. You know, um, but instead, it's not how it worked out.
1: Um. So, I'm gonna not read that last part. I'm gonna put yeah. that into the. Okay. My part. Okay. okay. So.
0: So, yeah, um... his negotiations are fucking bonkers (laughs) because the the dude that negotiates his release, I think, was the uh, he was the ambassador to he's the American ambassador to Ethiopia. (laughs) Yeah. And he sat down because he was like, I did wanted to send his guys to him. And he's like, no, 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 I'm going to sit and talk to you. We're going to we're going to talk this out like men. Um, Because this guy was also a former CIA spook. Um, It basically told him, he's like, listen, you've seen what we've done to your city. You've seen what we've done to your people. That's nothing. We haven't even brought the warships in yet. If you don't release my men, we will level the city. We will kill every man, woman, and child in it to get him back. Yeah. What do you want to do? (laughs) And I did... Was like, huh? Well, uh, if anybody's gonna kill Somalis, it's gonna be me. So, get yourself a deal.
1: <laughs> anyway, so next week we're gonna Shoof. we're gonna finish this up with the very last part of this whole thing. Yep, basically the rescue of the yeah. the Rangers and Delta. If you're following along in the book, um, this is
0: the chapter called the Alamo.
1: This is so this is uh. Yeah, this is kind of the you know, the last part. The QRF, which is the quick reactionary force, is coming in. Yeah, to to get this shit did. Yeah,
0: these guys um, are in a hurry and they're mad.
1: Yeah. So, and so yeah. With that said,
0: and then also we we are gonna um, at the end of it, kind of take a moment to talk about everybody that was yeah, yeah. killed. We're gonna um, we're gonna
1: talk about you know the KIA killed yeah, in action. That's just um, the that's the right thing to do. Anybody who you know. A, from every single portion of this um and, and then say you know what and then actually give like a fu- synopsis of uh, durant yeah what happened with him
0: and actually i was thinking about this just now since you you got the the list of kia i could actually try to find information on some of the survivors and what they're doing now because some of them have led real fucking interesting lives since this whole thing happened hmm. um
1: so, yeah. So, oh, yeah. with that said, um, if you're in the mood Whew. to get a pair of headphones, earbuds, or Bluetooth speaker, look no further than studio.com. Uh, check them out. They have it. And when you are done, you know, put your you know, put all your stuff in your basket. Go to checkout. Put the promo code of DarkWindows15 in to get 15% off your entire purchase. Also, this is that point where you can go check out all of our social media. Yeah. Well. Dark windows podcast on, fa- on Facebook dark windows pod on Gmail uh, not nah, on gmail uh, dark windows pod on on Instagram and uh Twitter uh you can uh, we, are, we have an email address of dark at gmail.com yep um let's see what else oh you can also go over to this other little nifty place it's called patreon
0: ever heard of it
1: yeah you ever <sighs> heard of it come on patreon.com forward slash dark windows podcast yep we actually just
0: had another person join the inner circle thank you aaron bates yes
1: you little shit i'm allowed to say that because i've known (laughs) you and if so if you want a you know are craving not want craving if you need another episode an extra episode each week from the dark windows crew
0: let's be real at this point in time it's 24 extra episodes
1: well we've got a
0: back catalog motherfuckers yes
1: um you can just go on over. I know money might be tight right now, but if you want to if you want to pop in, f- you know, for a month for five bucks yep. and get that, you know, you can do
0: it and you and should. Then... You should cuz this last one that came out last week, yes, Kevin higher lied about it, but what a fucking story. Well, wait a minute. I didn't lie. You did. You're like, "Well, it's kind of like Black Hawk Down." And I'm like, "You motherfucker, well, no it's not no, because no, no. it's just a badass." I said it's related. It's, wait, not, can though. I relate? it's not related. Not No, no not related it can relate to with a certain portion you of were it. just looking for an excuse to talk about a bad bad motherfucker you know all I, you had to do was say hey i found this dude that's yeah. fucking crazy i wanted to talk about him and i'd have been like okay twist the arm okay good I know. let's who's, get him in
1: who is actually still in a green he's still a green beret um, even though he's
0: a red Sox fan which i mean we all are but whatever whatever i wasn't going to spoil the other part wow jesus where he's got his own built-in bipod he does yeah
1: <laughs> so yeah, uh
0: that's it's not his dick. I just realized no. how that sounded. It's not his dick. Not his dick. Possibly, but not in this no. situation. No, definitely not. So anyway, so uh yeah. With that said, hit it, motherfucker. Just because you can't see out into the dark doesn't mean that the dark can't see into you. Wow, you just fucking like you know you're like like stalled on that one. I spaced out a little bit. Yeah. Uh,
1: huh? What? Uh,
0: huh? You want me to what? We'll be back next week to finish this off. Uh, stay frosty. <laughs> you got this. Keep your feet wet and your powder dry. Ooh, that's the seal shit though. There was only a couple of them there. Yeah. Uh, Rangers lead the way all the way. Um, I think the Del- I think Delta's thing is just redacted.
1: <laughs> Who knows?
0: What's their slogan? It,
1: it, 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 it shows it,
0: but it's just a black bar. I can't. Okay, so it's <laughs> Delta Force redacted.
1: <laughs> Leave no man behind.
0: Uh, that's just kind of the common theme of this whole fucking Lode thing. Survivor, I don't know. Something. That's Marcus Luttrell. Okay, fine. Anyway.